Welcome to the Real Estate Mindset Podcast, hosted by Eric Nelson and brought to you by Wild Oak Capital. Eric is a real estate investor, business owner, and performance coach. Throughout this series, Eric explores the mindset behind why certain investors are so successful and how we can learn from their achievements and failures. Eric asks the tough questions around the habits, discipline, mindset, and more required to achieve the most ambitious goals. Thank you for being here and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, welcome to Real Estate Mindset. This is your host, Ben and Eric. Today's show is quite different. Today's show is all about mental health and us being very, very honest and transparent about our recent happenings and the way that we were able to sort of come out of it. So thanks for being here, Ben. Uh, yeah. I'll let you kind of give an intro as well. What do you think? No, I was I was excited to have this conversation. And again, this is not about real estate, full disclaimer. Um, we get pretty heavy into mindset, but also just you know what it's like to be in a rut. That's the whole point. It's like what what it feels like and being honest about the fact that it's real for everybody and is real for us. And we just kind of give a breakdown of what happened in our lives and how we kind of climbed out. Love it. All right, let's jump in. All right, Ben, thanks for being here, dude. This is, I think we've kind of talked about this for a little while, so I'm excited to, to dive in. Yeah, me too. So we this the idea of today, and this is actually kind of your idea, so maybe, maybe I'll let you pitch it, but just talking about being in a rut. So like, I mean, maybe tell us what the idea is and then we'll, we'll start to get into this. Yeah. I think you and I had just experienced some similar things in the last say year, you know, like ebbs and flows in your personal life, ebbs and flows in your professional life and like how those things coincide and what it looks like to be real and be a real person. Like, you know, there's so much chatter in this space and like self-development space and coaching space. And, you know, we're, we're big advocates of, you know, self-betterment and a lot of things people just keep talking about how to keep better, getting better and spending time and time blocking and all stuff. And nobody really talks about like, dude, it's okay. If you have a, a day or a week or a month that just don't fit, you know, sometimes that happens and it happens to all of us. And I, you know, I just, it happened to me. It happened to you. And I just thought, let's have a conversation about what that looks like and how a, we got ourselves out of it, but B what that looks like in the middle of it too. Yeah, totally agree. And I think like one thing that we kind of preach a lot is like transparency, right? So to your point, like if you look, scroll Instagram, it's like, I'm the happiest, life's the best, <laughs> but it's, that's not reality, right? Like there's no, yeah, it's ebbs and flows. There's no highs without lows. And yeah. So I, this last year, I think we both did it. It's like personal, professional, and it bleeds into everything when you have these ruts. So today we're going to say like, we're going to open up and be honest and real and be like last year, there were some times in there that really sucked. And I think you know, we were fortunate enough to lean on each other. We could even sense it through each other and be like, dude, you're not really you right now. And the same was for me. So it was really interesting to like kind of experience some of those times at the same time, but then how do we pull out? So I guess maybe let's get started would be like, you don't have to share your entire journey, but maybe share a little bit about like what it was like for you. What do you think kind of caused that? And then where you're headed now? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of this is in the sense that, you know, we're working together, you have in, in whatever career you are, right? Because this isn't the first time that it's happened either, but just the weight of like, we're, you know, we're, we have people's money and we're working really hard and we're doing these things. And, and the ability to still function is different than to be able to function and be happy. And I think that's what I was missing is like, I just started to feel like part of myself wasn't, 
wasn't there. And it, it affected, you know, it affected me. Like I tend to be a pretty positive person. I tend to be able to be like a problem solver. And I just like, it would almost get kind of down on myself. Like, man, what's going on? And I think a lot of it just had to do with taking a step back. I see for me and you and I have talked about this a little bit too, is like, there's certain kind of canaries in the coal mine and like the way that I live my life or the things that I really enjoy. And as some of those things start to fall off or, you know, just like, you know, cleaning certain things in your house or the way that you go about your normal business, there's the the easy way to do it. And you just kind of like half-assing it. That's kind of how I felt. Like, I just felt like I wasn't running at full speed. I wasn't my entire self. And even my wife, Jen, she's like, yeah, it's just like something just seemed like it, like it was off with you. Like, this is the best way to describe it. Yeah. I think I experienced something very, very similar. And, you know, of course we're brothers, so we're going to have a lot of similarities, but like there was just some times, especially this last winter, this is being recorded the end of March of 23. So we're talking about the winter for me, December, January, February of early 23 was like this period of time where same story where I was just like, yeah, still getting the job done, so to speak, still like in times when it's like to your point, someone else's money, it's like, you're still absolutely caring for that. But like the things that fall off, unfortunately are like hobbies or like sometimes friendships or like, yeah, just enjoying things that I would normally enjoy. I'm like, I don't really want to even do that. Yeah. You know, like common symptoms of depression. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're not alone here. Yeah. But then but then to be able to like sort of pull out of it, that's what's so cool about I think today's topic is like, all right, what were some tools that we used? It was it's really funny the timing that you and I both had. And to be very honest and clear and open about coming out. And, and it's funny because we can look at each other and I could I could tell you you're way more yourself now than you were six weeks ago, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so like, kind of, I think if I was listening to this podcast, I'd be like, okay, thanks for being honest. How'd you get through it? You know, like what, what were some things that you got through it with? Like that type of stuff. I think first of all, is like having that honesty with yourself, but also having that honesty with somebody that if you, if you have somebody around you that you can lean on, like we're really fortunate in the sense that and I think we can lean on each other, but also we both happen to have pretty amazing partners as wives like I can say that for Jen, you know, the ability just to say, I just, something's up and, and taking a look at what is causing that to be off. And so for me, it was just some of the things that I had spent my time with, you know, some of the things we chose to, to focus on, you know, I stepped away from the event industry and, and decided to take some more local work here to supplement some of that, as long as we're building wild Oak and building this journey. And, and ultimately that choice was great because I was home more, but I wasn't fulfilled by what I was doing. I wasn't, I wasn't doing all of the things. I wasn't using my brain in the right way. And it was taking up a vast majority of my time and a vast majority of my energy and not returning any of the things that I I really needed. So just making a step toward, hey, I got to make a decision here. I got to step away from this thing. Like, even though it's monetarily scary to take that step, like I, my, my mental health, my, my health within my family, my health, you know, emotionally, and honestly, even vocationally, like I, I'm a better partner you know, business-wise, I'm a better partner in my marriage because I decided to make that choice. Yeah. Again, it's so, it's so funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's actually, it was pretty miserable to be (laughs) how you were, but it was unique timing. I also had a similar work situation, right? Like I have nothing bad to say about my previous work partner, such a good dude, such a solid person. And the partnership was great. What ended up happening basically for me was like the fulfillment started to fade. And then like some resentment grew and not necessarily even from him that I'm aware of, but like for me, I was like resenting this business because it was taking all my time. And the same as you, I wasn't getting a lot of fulfillment out of it. So 
to walk away from that exactly like you're describing is even still scary monetarily. My income has shifted and will have to continue to shift to other things. But I can say that the mental health aspect of that is way, way better. Maybe there's a a slightly different stressor around money, but like uh, ultimately to your point, like we're really, really grateful. I'm really grateful to have an amazing wife in Marie and and her support around all of that, even if she was like not even fully understanding. Right. You know, she's like, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand why you're doing this, but I'll be there for you. And how are you going to make money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had that conversation too. But I think it's ultimately, and it comes back to asking questions of myself. Like I just, again, like the canary in the coal mine. So for other people, you know, we kind of have this conversation on purpose and, and saying it out loud so that if there's anybody else that's in our atmosphere, having some similar things that happens, like it's real. And again, it's like, it's not always best Tuesday ever, but for me, it was, it, it really was like, how am I acting now? How am I living my life now? And how is that compared to when I'm happiest and what's different? And what, what can I do to make that different? So for me, like I love to cook and I just like, I really wasn't cooking as much anymore. Like, and it just is the thing. Like, that's what I love on Sundays. Like after we go skiing or whatever else, I come home and like prep three or four meals for the, for the family that really did. And I wasn't doing that or like listening to music or like finding new music, like certain things like that in my life. I just realized I just wasn't doing, and it was really, it became like, if I were to look myself in the mirror under that lens, it's like, I'm a stranger almost to myself. Like what's, what happened to like the best version of you, or even just like the normal, you're in the groove, like when you're walking downhill, when you're in the zone, what does that look like? And for a lot of people, and I've had this conversation with a few other friends, so I shouldn't say a lot of people, for people that I've spoken with, it, that realization was like the first step for a lot of people. It's like, I'm, I'm not the me that I want to be. And it's not like a best Tuesday, everything. It's just like, I'm off. I'm, I'm really off. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, again, appreciate you kind of being so honest is like, sometimes that's hard to be very honest about, because you might be like, ah, I'm just like grinding through or, you know, uh, like you kind of have these excuses because you don't really want to admit it. We don't want to admit, man, I am really off. I'm really down or I'm really just not myself. It's hard to even recognize. Like, if I'm listening to this, I'm like, thank you for like describing it like that, because then I can actually analyze take a moment and be like, where am I in this? Or you could ask people close to you, right? Like you could ask your brother, your friend, your partner, you know, have you noticed anything? And that's a hard, that's a hard question to ask. But like, if you can find that starting with, okay, I'm not me, then what? Then we start talking about how do I become the me that I want to be or was? Yeah. And I would even say it's also like, there's, there's times when maybe I not recognized it or like, Hey, you're not yourself. Other people can, cause it come the exact opposite way. Right. Like being in the grind, being in there, like just powering through. Cause I think all of us in certain ways, male and female have like some of that. We're like, I'm just going to power through, put my head down. Like it's just a bad day. It's just a bad week. It's just a bad month. And you know, the deeper into that hole you dig, it could be somebody on the outside being like, Hey, you're not yourself. Or like, Hey, you're really short with the kids lately. Like you're really just not like you might be drinking a little bit more. You might do any of these things like what's going on. And it sucks to look yourself in the mirror, right? Like it, that's hard sometimes to be like, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm not okay right now. Like I'm and just saying that out loud. Like that to me, I am not my best self at all. Yeah. It's interesting. Those examples you use. I mean, I think that's really, really common territory, right? It's like being, is being like short with people 
And unfortunately, it's people closest to you. So like kids, wife, like I'd be short with Maria, be short with the kids, like irritable for no particular reason. Like such a good example. Or you find yourself like, I'll have I'll have that second whiskey after all, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is, like the escape, right? Like, and then you then you really do have to say, why am I doing that? You know, yeah. and and uh, so I think that the purpose of this podcast, if there is any, really beyond just being honest, is to share this with people and to say, look, even though we have, I think also one more thing before I say that is. Sometimes I struggle with, I have no good reason to feel this way. That's what I struggle with too. I'm like, I have no good reason to be down. Actually, I'm incredibly blessed, like super, super blessed life. I'm the first to admit it. So why in the world do I feel off? And I think the the other thing to recognize is to say, you know, there may not be a true, solid, good, good reason logically, but that doesn't mean it's not there. That doesn't mean it's not the truth. So then you start saying- real. Totally. Yeah. Just because you shouldn't feel that way on paper, right. <laughs> like doesn't mean that you don't. So again, back to the purpose would be like, even though again, on paper, there was no good reason for me personally to feel that way. I definitely did. I was feeling pretty off and to climb out of that takes effort, but it absolutely can be done. And I think moreover is worth that effort because imagine had we not recognized that right? Like what, what that would continues to look like. It's pretty yeah. rough. So I think that's for me, like that was why I was pretty excited about this idea was to share these things and say, you know, we've been there. Thankfully, we're both feeling very, very much out of it. I think we still have probably some ways to go, but to share it, it can be done. Yeah. Well, and, and even just saying, recognizing what the problem is and even putting a name to it, because sometimes it could be some certain things like there's ways to be trapped in certain things. But there's also a way to shift your mindset into, in the sense of some of the things that I was dealing with. Yeah. Like it was, it was vocational in the sense that I wasn't really being fulfilled in that. But I think a lot of it was also that I allowed myself to get in a place where it was just okay to be down because it was not comfortable, but at least it was like, I got into a groove and it wasn't a great one, but it was like, this is my survival route, right? Like, this is how I'm going to get from one day to the next day to the next day. I'm not expending any extra effort. I'm not doing anything else, but I'm like, I'm just getting on to the next day. And that's when it like, that's when it really hit me. It's like the dreading of the Monday, right? Like, I think that's a pretty common feeling for a lot of people. It's like, oh, fuck, it's Monday again. Or like, oh man, I'm so glad it's Friday. Like, and this week is over with. And it, I got deep into that. And part of it was, was my fault, right? Like part of it was having the conversation with like fixing the problem for sure. But part of it was also the mindset around that. And how it was like, you know, again, it's like, we talk about mindset all the time and it's not even, again, not best Tuesday. It's like, how much of this is, is my fault and how much of this is the situation and how am I viewing this in such a way that it's like, it's not serving me at all. And that's that, I mean, that was something that had to switch also. Yeah. So I think there, there is some, like for us, oddly, it just worked out that we both kind of shifted our sort of day job, so to speak. And I, I love what you just said, because I think there's a caution here too, is don't run from it. Don't like quit your job tomorrow. It's more analyze what's causing the full feeling, right? Like maybe that job isn't at all what's causing it. Maybe it's some other part of your life or your habits or your, any of it, right? Like analyze what it is, the, the, the deeper sense of it all. The job, it was probably one part of it for each of us more was like a full picture of what is it that I'm doing? What is it that I am missing? 
and yeah, I think, gosh, so many people can resonate with that Monday thing. Like, oh, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, the, the Sunday night doldrums. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, what is it called? Sunday scaries? Is that what it's yeah. called? Like, like that's so real. I remember having that job in Denver and this one I will talk crap about. I hated that job. <laughs> I won't say any names, but let's just say it was quite boring engineering.com. <laughs> and it, it like, again, it was like a good job. And it was at a time when the economy was crashing, like 2009, I was lucky to have a job, but oh my gosh, was I miserable. Yeah. And, and I hated Monday. So I think a lot of people could resonate with that is sometimes it is the external and sometimes it's the internal. More likely, it's probably a little bit of both. Yep. So be willing to take the risk and the effort to, to make it work. So then, you know, what you also said was like, find the groove. But I think a lot of people will do that. Like, we'll just say, I'm going to more or less check out until either Friday afternoon or my one week vacation, you know, like, And then I'm kind of in this like crappy zone for the rest of the time. And if you think about it, that really sucks, right? Like, so I think it's good to like, you know, take a bigger picture, step back. What is it in life that brings you joy and start chasing those things? Yeah. But also looking at it from the lens of, and you and I had this conversation directly and then toward the end, especially it was like, man, it's time to get out. Like it's, it's very obvious. The writing is on the wall. But you had these, both of us had conversations at both ends. And I think it was, it was really funny that it was a similar situation because I think we both came to the same conclusion after going around and around. Like, I think we both have to make an exit. Like, that's just the way that it's going to be. But it came time to me to make that decision, not based on like, God, this sucks. And it's like, I got to get something else. Like, it was more about really looking at the time that I was allocating the energy that I was allocating to that spot and how much of my existence was in that feeling. And, and it had to be done. And honestly, like, sure. Like jumping from place to place is, is hard and it's scary. And you know, doing those things and to your point, like reallocation of like, how are we, how are we going to make the mortgage? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? Like, but it, honestly it's, it's empowering. Like it's exciting. It's scary as hell, but it's exciting. But it ha- like compared to that feeling of like, I'm spending 85% of my existence being just overwhelmed by this feeling of underwhelmment. Like I'm, this is how I'm living. I'm living in this rut and I just, I, it, it's not acceptable anymore. Like that's ultimately, I think what I came to a conclusion of like, what am I, what am I allowing in my life? What's acceptable for me? I am no, this is no longer acceptable for me in my life, regardless of the consequence when in the near term, the long term will figure it out. Regardless of the consequences in the near term, have a conversation with Jen, had a conversation with you, but like, what are you willing to accept in your life? And if the answer is like, I can't do this anymore, I can't feel this way anymore, I can't live my life this way anymore, or in the near term, or like, or the thought of like feeling this way for another year or two years or five years or 10 years or 20, depending on how old you are and how much time you have in your career, like, what's the worth of that? What's the weight of that? What's the monetary value? What's the emotional value of that versus like going and making yourself happy? Yeah. So this is, I'll give a shout out now. And I'm like, there's no, we don't have an affiliation. <laughs> I'm not gaining anything from this, but Brian Lubin is his name and his, his like mastermind is called Action Academy. And what he teaches basically what he, he calls passionate income. So like, you know, people might be, I, I'm having a hard time putting the words to this. I think I could, I could hear people say, well, isn't that nice that you have the ability to quit your job and, you know, move on, right? Like yeah. not everyone is in that position. So I will say 
it's not always possible to just say, okay, well, I've made this decision. I need to make a change. I go my job. Totally get that. Yep. However, you could also make a, a mental shift and then start chasing passionate income, right? So like if you're in a job you hate or maybe it's not a job, maybe anything, right? Relationship. You could make an exit strategy and that alone could bring some life back to you and start chasing something that you're passionate about, right? You and I had the blessing of having some other income, support from spouse, whatever it is that that was creating that ability to sort of shift gears. But you may not have it and that's fine. Start chasing the thing that does bring you life. You may not be able to quit tomorrow, but maybe it's a year from now. Set that goal. I'm going to start chasing something else that brings me joy and get out of that thing that's really dragging you down. So part of this too is like encouragement. It's like, it may not be possible tomorrow, but it's definitely possible. And it's also to Ben's point, the short-term pain might be hard, but oh my gosh, so much better long-term. And our life is shockingly long. (laughs) And if you're miserable, it's really long. Well, it's also like the same thing. Like, what's the prospect of living this same day? That's like, I guess that's another way of me describing it. It's like, I felt like I was living the same day over and over and over again. It's like, it was like Groundhog Day, <laughs> but like, not funny. Yeah. Just, yeah. You were, you were actually Bill Murray and like smashing the alarm clock. Like that, and it felt like that a couple of days. And it wasn't always, and it was ebbs and flows. Like, it, not everything is like this dire. And, and it may not even be that dire to you. It may not be this like overwhelming, crushing thing. It may just be like, pseudo annoyance, right? But if it's pseudo annoyance at all times for four years in a row, are you willing to accept that? Right? And and maybe the answer is yes, because you have a passionate thing, right? But maybe it's, but if it's the thing that's consuming you, or if it's the thing that's dragging you personally down or your relationships down or your business down, that's when it becomes a different thing. Yeah. And to be very honest about me again, I think it was really hurting my parenting. Like I would have less patience with my kids. And that's the worst thing. Like it's even hard to say and be honest about, but it's reality. Like I would have, I would be more short or less patient or less, or less present would be a better way to say it. Right. Like even if I was there, I wasn't really there. Like my mind was occupied. I was like, just not really fully holding myself and it hurt relationships, but also hurt my parenting the worst part about it all is those people I was doing that to had nothing to do with it. Right. Like to say I was not being the best dad I could be is so hard to say because only thing in the world, my kids want at this age is more time with me and Marie, which is like such a cool thing. And I was throwing it away. So like that alone was worth saying, well, we're going to have less money in the near term for sure to shift gears like this. However, if it makes me a better father, that'll, I mean, I would rather live in an apartment and be a great dad than live in a bigger house and not be present. So like, again, just one more reminder of, and and the reason I said that was just to be very honest and transparent is like, that's a shortcoming big time of mine in those times. And that really stinks. So I don't want to be that way. And I don't ever want to have that again. So encouraging the same thing. I mean, I had the same realization. It's like, and I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't realize until I was back out of it. It's like, you know, you know, Luke, my son, he loves piggyback rides. Like he's in like piggyback ride zone right now. That's all he wants. Like when he's going to bed, piggyback every night. And I realized there was a bunch of days that I was like, no, no, just like go to bed, just go to bed. And then I come to realize like, why, why not? Like I'm only going to, I have, I have a limited window here of like piggyback land. Right. And he's going to remember that. I, I know for sure. Like that's going to be similar. Like dad used to give me piggyback rides 
to bed every night. But by me choosing to not do that, I mean, like I was too busy. I was too overwhelmed. I was too preoccupied. I was grumpy. Like what, what the hell? <laughs> like that's my, that's what I saw. Like <laughs> me seeing that now and looking back, it's like, dude, what the hell? And I just, I, I don't know. That's why I wouldn't have this conversation with people. It's like, it's not about being preachy. It's not even like, you know, we're not psychologists. We're not trained in this. We just have had this experience that we've walked through is to be like, Hey, you're not alone. If you're feeling this way, or have you felt that way? Or if you feel it in the future, you're not alone. And like, there are people out there you can talk to, but it's like, it's real. It happens. It happened to us. Yeah. So I think hopefully there's someone out there listening who grabs some value from this or like changes. I mean, I think that's the, the best part about this particular medium, right? Like podcasting is you hope that even one person is touched by hearing this. Like if we can help one person get out of a rut, this podcast will be worth it times 10. So you know, this is not at all about real estate. Totally fine. Quite a bit about mindset, I suppose, but it was more just for us to be real and hopefully spread the word that like, you're going to have highs and lows. The lows are the worst part of the low or, or part of the worst part is climbing out. It's like recognizing you're there and finding a way out, but it's absolutely doable and worth the effort. So that was kind of for me, hopefully, yeah. I, hope, I hope the same for you is like, this is you're not, we're not preaching to your point. It's mostly just like, you can do it. Like it is possible and it's worth it. And I think I would say like, regardless of if we know you or not, if you're, if you're going through something and you have nobody else to talk to, like call us, like we'll answer the phone and we may be able to help you. We may be able to help get you to somebody else that will help you. But like, if you're going through something, reach out to somebody. And uh, Eric and I, like I said, we were fortunate to have each other, fortunate enough to have our wives. If you don't have somebody don't think that because you have, you have somebody you can call in here for sure. Yeah. So I guess for me, that's kind of where I'll probably wrap it up. I just think it was, it was a really cool idea. So I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad we recorded this. I'm probably going to skip this one in line. <laughs> yeah. Like we'll, we'll send this one out to the editor for like release sooner than later. Cause I think it's so important, but that's pretty much what I had. I mean, anything else you want to add? No, it's just that we're all going to go through something. That's it. Like it's the reality like so you can stare it in the face if you if you've been ignoring it if you've been avoiding it i avoided it i ignored it for way too long and to your point if there's one person that hears it and sees like hey man it's time to to switch like it's worth it so love it all right uh we'll jump we'll jump out of here thanks for being here man thanks man see you soon. all right thanks for being here thanks for listening that is the main message uh, again, hopefully there's at least one person that was out there. I think we also want to say again, reach out. If, if you don't have anyone to talk to, shoot us an email, shoot us a call. We'll be available for sure. Thank you for being here. And thanks for listening to this particular one. Thanks for being here, Ben. Well, thanks for having me, Eric. Excited to have you, man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Mindset Podcast. If you've enjoyed the content today, please follow this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to head over to wildoakcapital.com for more information or to connect with Eric directly. Please take a moment to leave a review or tell a friend about what you've listened to today. We hope you'll tune in again soon.